Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Tire Power. Best buys on big brand sale now on. With 25% off on selected Falcon passenger tires. Everybody is talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Summer Breakfast with Jared Walsh and Bryce Gibbs. Nine minutes to seven on this Thursday morning. 2nd of Feb, 20 degrees across Adelaide today. We are here at Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Jade Rawlings not too far away. And Adelaide 36ers fans, if you have anything you want us to ask Ian Clark, you never know, it might be the last opportunity we hear from him as the 36ers season at home wraps up on Friday night. Send us in a text, 0427 154 What we like to do here, Gibbsy, is hear from um, all of our stable mates from the SEN family to see what's making news over the past 24 hours. And there's a fair bit going on. Yeah, there certainly is. Um, we've got a couple of ripping bits of audio here, and we're just going to play them and then discuss them. All right, here is initially uh, we're going to start off with Craig Tiley, who's taken care of the Australian Open for a very long time, discussing the champion for the 10th time, his 22nd Grand Slam, Novak Djokovic. A lot of the challenges um, around Novak, he gets a bad rap. But at the end of the day, I don't think anyone can question his athleticism. This guy, I did see, he had a three-centimetre tear in his hammy. He had a tear last year in his stomach. And, and all those... So are you, say, are you saying there was a, there was a tear in, absolutely. in the hammy? You, you saw the scan? Yep, absolutely. And the doctors are not going to tell you. They're going to tell you the truth. And, and, uh, and so he, you know, I think there was a lot of, speculation of whether it was true or not and it's hard to believe that someone can do what they do with those types of injuries but but i you know he's remarkable he's he's, he and to deal with extremely professional he's so focused on everything that he does every single minute of the day what he eats how what he drinks when he does it how he does it um there's no breakdown no mental breakdown ever in anything that he does and he's been through a, a lot and uh and to win 10 Australian Opens, uh, I don't think that's ever going to be repeated. Have you done your hamstring before? I've been pretty good over my journey. I haven't really done many soft tissue injuries. I have. I do remember one hamstring I did, and yeah, it was it was a big one. Um, but other than that, no, I've been been pretty lucky. But if he if he had a three centimeter tear in his hamstring mm. and continued to one play and play at that level that he was. That's quite remarkable. That's a big injury to have too. If you think about the way that a tennis player's body is positioned when they're waiting, especially to receive serve. So you're crouched down. You're basically in a squat position, putting pressure on that hamstring for like, he's lucky that he didn't have to play a five setter. Cause potentially if it went to five sets, who knows what would have happened? Well, you're spot on there. I think he only lost one set for the whole tournament. So yeah. he tried to keep him short and sweet, but I mean, you can't, no one can question his professionalism and the way he's moving for someone of his age and to, to continue to put the output that he's putting out. 
uh, I don't think anyone can can question that. And and, he, and as I said, if he has played, if that's true, which I think if you take it on his word, yeah. that, that it is, um, geez, he must be built different because not, not many people can do that. Big Dwayne's World yesterday uh, where Dwayne Russell caught up with footy historian Cole Hutchinson uh, on Colin Carter's proposal for VFA premierships being counted in the AFL. So this is a big contentious issue even here in South Australia when we talk about Sandful premierships. Let's have a listen. So, do you think Colin Carter's suggestion uh, will get up? Do you think the AFL will rub a stamp at Nad? I think it is. Is it 27 years of VFA that preceded the VFL? Yes, it is 27. No, I can't see it getting up uh, because, um, uh, in my opinion, the the VFL was a breakaway group from the VFA. Uh, there was no link between the two, and uh, as you would know, the VFA continued operating anyway right through for the next um, 100 years or so. I certainly agree with Colin in better acknowledging that history before 1897 but not to treat it as the same competition as uh, we have currently with the AFL, previously the VFL. It's always going to be in the discussion because the the competitions change so much. I know a lot of the um, Adelaide Crow supporters listening would like it to change here in South Australia as well. Oh, I mean, I mean, he makes a good point. If it if it was classified as a breakaway league at the time, like it makes it hard to to add, doesn't it? Like, I think so. I, like, but where do you, where do you draw the line exactly, though? Like, that's the, that's the challenge thing. because there's there's so many inconsistencies. You know, you, if you think from a Port Adelaide point of view, they were playing in the, the best competition in South Australia and they won all of those premierships, but according to the AFL, then. There's one, and then the club suggests otherwise. But then you look at the VFL or VFA premierships; they're they're they, included. They count, yeah. So it's yeah. I I kind of feel like we'll never settle on an agreement. No one's going to be happy. Well, who's proven to be right? Who's proven to make these decisions when there is so much that has to be taken into account? Definitely from different states across uh, Australia, the, the different leagues. So yeah, I think it's just best to be left. Also good to hear from uh, Willem Drew from Port Adelaide yesterday who made some really interesting comments about coach Ken Hinckley, how he's handled pre-season and how he has come back with some new ideas. Uh, let's have a listen to Willem. How has Ken handled this pre-season so far? Yeah, he's come back this pre-season. has brought a, a lot of um, new things and a lot of energy. And um, yeah, as you said, he gets along really well with all the players and um, he's really honest in his feedback and, and how he sees it. And um, that's, how we all like it as well. So um, a really honest, open relationship and, um, yeah, he's been great so far. Fire up in pre-season or is, it, is he fairly controlled? Oh, he's fairly controlled, I suppose. It just, yeah, it just depends. If, if there's something that he's not liking or whatnot, he'll always make sure that he says it. But, um, yeah, for the most part, he's pretty controlled. Yeah, but he definitely can fire up, that's for sure. So they've got an uh, internal trial in a couple of weeks and, obviously, we mentioned yesterday both teams are heading to Western Australia for those hybrid pre-season games hearing that from Willem Ken needs to do something yeah he, he does and it uh it's funny that he said has he been grumpy is he fired up a bit but he said oh, he's been pretty level-headed but I dare say with uh, with their zero and five start last year he would have certainly fired up and, and let the boys know what he was thinking but I mean the to hear that he's bringing new ideas and and new things to the group that doesn't surprise me Ken's been a, an absolute pro 
as a as a senior coach for a very long time and you don't last that long as a senior coach if you don't continue to evolve as a coach and a person and and look to bring ideas to the playing group to to help get the best out of them so uh, that doesn't really surprise me hearing that I feel as well some of those new ideas might come from below where we spoke to Josh Carr already where someone like him can bring in a lot of new ideas which can get um, Ken's mind ticking over and sometimes you need to be challenged on your ideas to create new ones for yourself so that can only mean good things before we go to the news uh, we have had a text come in on the text line one 736 736 this is from Big Rig Bryce can you give us an update on Jonty Shoeback will he play league in round one yeah great question uh, so Jonty Shoeback's the son of uh, Jacob Shoeback who played for the Crows uh, for a number of years he also wore number 26 he did. Just as a there fun you fact go. for okay. you. Yeah. Good. Uh, Bix would hate that. Good memory. All right. We'll <laughs> add, it, add it to the list with uh, Harry Schomburg and it. all the rest of them. Um, he's been very impressive. He's still pretty young, still pretty raw, but uh, his training intensity has stood out. Um, got a lot of pace, kicks the ball really well. Uh, we've, we're going to start some some match him over the next couple of weeks, and he's looking to put his best foot forward. And uh, I can probably say, yeah, he's certainly not far away from uh, cementing a, a spot in that round one side. Thanks, Big Rig. We are here thanks to Tire Power Selected Kumo Tires at 25% off. Uh, Sandful fans, we're going to continue that conversation too as we catch up with Jade Rawlings next.